Hello everyone, welcome back on FDR Quick Talk. My name is Barakat. And I'm Jasmina. How are you? How is life? How is everything? Everything's been okay this week. How is everything for you? Same, same. You know, it's all it's all the same. Just mm. counting down to like the last day of school for this year. Yeah. It's getting close. Yes, yeah. Something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So we're going to move on to school news. Can you give us the first one? Yes, of course. So, VPTA is hosting a Zumba class at 5pm on April 26th. And the next SAT day at school is April 27th. And good luck to everyone taking it. Mm-hmm. College Decision Day is on May 1st. We are going to make a bonus episode on this coming out this Monday. Yes, next Monday. Sorry. And yeah. And the last episode is about college and be prepared for that mm-hmm. and listen to it when it comes out on Monday. Right. So the marking period ends on April 29th. The Special Olympics one mile walk will take place on May 1st. Check your pupil path for more details. And um, our FDR trivia is going to happen on Monday at 3 p.m. So please check your pupil path for more information about that. Earth Day was yesterday. So belated Earth Day and don't forget to always do your best in taking care of our Earth. Happy belated Earth Day, everyone. Yes. Be kind to the Earth, okay? Mm-hmm. And lastly, check out our new podcast um, mm-hmm. by Lena and Nikki, which is the FDR astrology forecast. So go listen to their um go listen to it and check with mm-hmm. your path for the email that was sent out about it. So that is all for school news. Okay, so we have Carol with us today. Carol is an Asian American student, and we're going to be talking about um, some of the issues that have been going on with the Asian American um, community in the United States. So, Carol, do you want to maybe introduce yourself and tell us who you are? Yes. Hi, my name is Carol, and I am a junior at Franklin Delano Roosevelt High School. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for being here, Carol. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to start with the questions. So first of all, how have you or people you know, have they been affected by the rise in anti-Asian aid? And how do you feel as it changed your lifestyle? Explain to us. Basically, every Asian person I know from my parents, my friends, friends of friends, and myself included, all feel much more scared to go outside now. We try to limit the amount of times we go out to you know, avoid being hate crimed. And overall, when I do go out, I feel like I pay much more attention to my surroundings. Mm-hmm. That's so, it's so sad that we have to be like that to be able to go out. It's so sad that we cannot be safe. And it's, I don't know, it's just very sad. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. I'm so sorry you have to feel that way and Mm -hmm. other Asian Americans have to feel that way. Yeah. These kind of incidents make America look so embarrassing because why would you do this? Um, For our next question, have you or anyone you know been a victim of anti-Asian violence or hate uh, or speech? I'm sorry, please explain. 
Yes, I've encountered it firsthand. I was walking down a street in Manhattan with my friend, and then mm -hmm. some random guy just said, F you, you chink, go back to where you came from. Oh my god. And then proceeded to stick the middle finger at me. I was dumbfounded at the time because I was just like, you know, having a normal conversation with somebody and minding my own business, and then they just said that to me all of a sudden. And then my parents have experienced something to a work world event. One night they were coming home from work and there were people following them. My parents told me that they overheard what they were saying and to put it very plainly, they were planning on jumping my parents if they hadn't reacted quickly and gone into their car it would have escalated to who knows what and when they were telling me about it they repeatedly mentioned that the whole incident reminded them of when they first immigrated to the u.s back in the 90s and the early 2000s wow oh my god i i'm like in shock yeah exactly mm -mm. I'm very sorry that you had to go through that. Like Jasmine said earlier, this is so heartbreaking that people literally have to go through this. And it's more very annoying and very angry that people do this to other people just because of who they are. It's not like um, you can be like, oh, I don't want to be this race. I don't want to be this nationality. This is who you are. This is what we're born with. So why are people eating you for that why people being mean to you for that i don't know it's just it's very just very i i don't know yeah this is just a very sad and frightening this, yeah i completely understand what you guys are talking about it's really a heavy topic and it's hard mm -hmm. to wrap your head around why exactly people are so hateful and it's not something that like is easily um to like easy to unload and talk mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah i applaud your bravery for talking about this and being here and talking to us about this because like you said this is heavy and just seeing that people actually go through these things and you know to talk about it it's it like you said it's very heavy to talk about it and then you see that there are people who go through this like almost literally every single day i just I, I don't know i just can't it's it's too much and yeah yeah this is so unfair we are not prepared to move on this is not how we should be progressing as a society why are we still doing this why are we keep on rewinding backwards mm -hmm. yeah as much as like i always say as much as we talk about this as much as we say do not put this don't this is the wrong thing to do you do not have to and you should not go to somebody in public and say something very idiotic to them and raise the middle finger at them you should not do that you know as much as we talk about these things people never change and i understand that people have their own thoughts and opinions on different things but don't we all get the message that we should all be kind i don't I don't know people I don't know I guess it's just like different kinds of people different kinds of mentalities and different kinds of thoughts it's very annoying yeah so do you feel safe in your neighborhood and do you feel safe on public transportation for my neighborhood it's predominantly Chinese 
So、mm-hmm. when I'm just around my area, I feel very safe. But、mm-hmm. as for public transport, not as much. Multiple times, I've felt somebody's eyes linger on me more than they should have, or giving me dirty looks. So I really abhor taking public transport unless it is like completely necessary and I have no other option viable.、Mm-hmm. Do you think COVID nineteen is the only reason people are tar- targeting Asian Americans, or does it have deeper roots? COVID is one hundred percent not the only reason Asian Americans are getting targeted. Like I mentioned before, my parents have experienced nearly identical instances twenty years back, and so I think COVID is more of just a scapegoat, more of just a reason that the racist people use to let their hate rise to their surface and be openly racist. Mm-hmm. It's like you can call it like how、uh, people、um, stupidly justify their wrong actions, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah.、Mm-hmm. yeah, this racism has been instilled for since America has begun,、mm-hmm. and we can still see it up to this day.、Mm-hmm. It's always like, no, it's always the people of color who get discriminated, and it's never the white people who do.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and、um, in my AP US history class, we just learned about this few weeks ago about how immigrants were treated when they first came to America, and this was so many years ago. And to、mm-hmm. see that the same thing is happening today, it's so it's it's mind blowing in a very very negative way. I don't understand why we're not growing as people and why we're not learning from the past and understanding that. The things that have been going wrong in the past, they're not. They shouldn't like. See, they shouldn't like roll on to the present. You know, they shouldn't like move on to the present. If you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, we should learn from the past mistakes. Mm-hmm. And not just even like、um, mistakes. We should just learn from what has happened in the past, and we shouldn't let those things、mm-hmm. happen again. We should be very mindful of how we act and what we do and all. You know. Like I said, I understand that people have different thoughts and opinions and whatever you want to call it, but that doesn't still justify your very mean action.、Mm-hmm. I completely understand what you're saying.、Um, we shouldn't let history repeat itself, and that is kind、exactly. of the whole point of learning about history is so we can learn from our past mistakes and grow from that. But it seems as if people are kind of going backwards. Yeah, we need to grow as people. We need to have more compassion.、Mm-hmm. Question. So we know that、um, obviously history is repeating itself in the most ugliest way possible. So I said something about how we should learn from history and how people should learn to be more compassionate and all of that. How do we do that? Because obviously there are so many people who don't know how to do that. How do you guys think we can do that? I think that first of all, we should just have an open conversation, an open discussion with students about anti-Asian hate and just racism in general.、Mm-hmm. If we want to eliminate racism, then we have to stop harboring these stereotypes and these biases towards minorities. And the、mm-hmm. way to really address that is. 
to talk about it and have discussions so that it doesn't extend into future generations because we are the future and if we don't solve it now it will just continue to grow as a problem and never end yeah yeah you you made a very good point and the thing about um us um having open conversations and that's why i like i kind of um like this generation because this generation is not holding back we are having these conversations and we are bringing these topics up and we're confronting these things and i think that um we can say that we have hope for the future and i just hope that it gets so much better for tomorrow and all yeah yeah i also want to add that um there are also some people who um talk about not hating against people not hating against minorities but when they see it happen in their in real life they take no action to stop it or intervene and that is a big problem mm-hmm. because that person that's doing this hate will keep on doing it because nobody's telling him that um what he is doing is wrong but at the same time that person is probably ignorant mm-hmm. and with this ignorance i don't know how ignorance can be solved if the person is not willing to change Mhm. You know it's so ironic that we all scream say something say something and then we say something we don't say something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, it's move on to the next question. Mm-hmm. Um so how does it make you feel that there is more light that is being shed on aid against Asian Americans? How do you how does that make you feel? I think it is well overdue but I'm relieved that the issue is finally being addressed it's so incredibly touching to see people reposting and sharing information on stop asian hate but i hope that they can continue to do so maybe a few months down the line or a few years down the line because mm-hmm. a huge societal change will not happen overnight it's a long lasting battle to have mm-hmm. everyone extricate and unlearn their hate and it will only happen if we persevere. So additionally, I feel like many people have said this, but important things should be repeated. I hope that people aren't treating this as some trend and actually take the time to educate themselves and reflect on it. Because if you are just treating it like a trend, I'd rather them not post at all because it's almost offensive that they view so little of it. Just because something doesn't affect you personally does not mean you should be dismissive towards it. Mhm. Yeah, you bring up very very good and amazing points. And I particularly like what you said about do not treat it like a trend. Unfortunately, a lot of us maybe we think that we are helping, but a lot of us take these things as trends. You know, we repost oh stop Asian aid and that's it. We do not try to learn and educate ourselves on distance we do not try to take further steps on distance and do better yeah trends always come and go and such issues such mm-hmm. as these that concern the whole society are are to be taken very seriously yeah yeah definitely of course yeah yeah so don't just treat it like um a trend like you would have said um take the step further educate yourself educate us people around you you know like they always say change starts with you and yeah yes 
Okay, let's move on to the next question. What more should we be doing as a country, city, and school to address this issue? I kind of touched on it briefly before, um, but I think that first schools need to address this issue. But the second step, I haven't thought much about it actually. It's just everything big started out small. So I think we should first focus on people that are willing to learn and change their perspective on things rather than the people that are not willing to hear about Asian American experiences and the racism that we experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. There will always be those ignorant people who will never change. And we need people to, we need the people who want to change to change so that we can progress. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you want us to know about the Asian community right now? On behalf of the Asian community, I would like to say a big warm thank you to everyone that is supporting stop Asian hate and just please continue supporting Asian businesses and don't let Asian hate continue and don't let this like pass over once the trend dies or once people stop reposting just I hope that they stay mindful about everything that is happening towards minorities. So do you have any more things? Yes, actually. Thank you for interviewing me today and giving me a platform to speak on anti-Asian hate. Mm -hmm. No, thank you so much for coming to speak about this issue. We really appreciate that you came. Yeah, and like I said earlier, I applaud your braveness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you very much. And yeah, bye, Carol. Have a great day. Bye. So, guys, we also have Mr. Wong Gil with us for an interview. Do you want to introduce yourself to us? Hi, yes. Uh, My name is Mr. Wong. Uh, uh, My full name is Alex Dragon Wong. Um, I'm a special education teacher at FDR High School. Uh, This is my fourth year at FDR. It's nice to meet you. Thank you for being here. Of course. Okay. Thank you for inviting me. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to start. So as an Asian American, has the rise in anti-Asian aid impacted you? Have you or anyone you know been a victim of anti-Asian aid? <clears throat> um, so I'm going to answer that in two parts because I feel like it's two different questions. Mm-hmm. Um, has it impacted me? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so I, I, uh, I, my fiance is a person with a disability. Um, and what we've noticed from the attacks is that often they're, they're, the, the attacks on, on, uh, on uh, Asian Americans have been largely like largely older people. So I, I, of course it's impacted me because I have a fear that my parents are going to be attacked. My, my, uh, my family members are going to be attacked. My friends who are of, who, you know, are Asian are going to be attacked, but especially my fiance, because, um, uh, Clearly, the, the people who are targeting 
Asian people, physical violence and even verbal violence are after people who have difficulty defending themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, has it impacted me incredibly? Yes. Uh, I have so much anxiety about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I definitely had anxiety about it before because, like, this isn't the first time it's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's definitely more anxiety driving than it usually is. Um, mm-hmm. And have and I, I believe the second question was like, have I been like a victim of like anti Asian American hate? Yeah, you are like, in one, you know. Yeah, yeah, all the time. So I grew up on Staten Island, um, which is you know not as diverse. You know, I was called a chink uh, for the first time I think when I was like nine years old. I was in the Boy Scouts. Um, and I like I just like didn't even know what to do with it, um, you know. Uh, like it wouldn't be the first time. It definitely wasn't the last time. Um, and like I, I just remember not really knowing what to do. Uh, I was surrounding. I was surrounded by people who, you know, it was a Boy Scout, so like there wasn't a lot of diversity there in in this troop. So like I didn't really have anyone I could turn to. Like my parents weren't there. Um, literally, I had no one to turn to about it. Um, and pe- pe- I mean, people would always like use my ethnicity as a way of like putting me down. Um, you know, uh, luckily I've, I've only been like in on, like one physical encounter. Um, but like, like, you know, that, that unfortunately was, was, was not a great situation. I didn't make good choices back then. Um, uh, it was, it was, it was in high school. Um, but e- even now, like, I still don't know how to react when someone like assaults me uh verbally right um because you know i could take the high road and i could say like look i understand like you think i'm some sort of threat um to to like the country to to you personally like but like that's also not my responsibility like i I really don't know how to handle it um Mm -hmm. you know i I would say since i moved to brooklyn I've, i've definitely found myself um not really being on the receiving end of those uh, of like uh, of like harassment of any kind um the last the last time it happened was i think two years ago and a woman told me to go back to china um like just for for no apparent reason uh at least i could identify i was on the bus mm-hmm. uh, but that was it um so yeah de- definitely definitely been on the receiving end of both verbal and physical violence as a result of, of, of an asian american um and you know I, I i still don't know how to handle it most of the time yeah 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 these kind of people are so pathetic they uh they purposefully go to pick on the most vulnerable of people because as you said they know that they can't really defend themselves and that's just being a terrible human being mm-hmm. yeah i mean um like, I, I guess I'm like hesitant to use words like pathetic because I think what we do when we use words like that is that we dehumanize the person, which is essentially what these same people are doing. Um, mm. You know, I don't, I don't want to disagree with you completely because, you know, part of me does think it's pathetic. The really, uh, like the young kid who was bullied because I was Asian and like a non-Asian uh, society wants me to say, yeah, that's pathetic. But the, the, the adult in me, the, the like the more mm-hmm. learned guy, uh, Mr. Wong is like, you know, like by by dehumanizing them, by calling them pathetic or characterizing them that way, um, I'm sort of doing the same thing. Mm. So, so yeah. like, I, I, I get your frustration. I, I Believe me, I get it. Um, I just, I just, I, I don't know what words to use to describe them. 
yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. like totally understandable when you say like you don't know what what to use to describe them and when you also said that you never like you don't know what to do when you face these things i think it's mm-hmm. just understandable and many people mm-hmm. go through something like that and many people face that yeah right right i mean i i think you know some part of me uh definitely like wants to take the high road um but you know there's there's other parts of me that like thinking the low road is mm-hmm. you know whatever the low road consists of um you know maybe that isn't so bad mm-hmm. but you know like it, you, you just like you just got to fight your your your, your impulses uh, you got to make sure the people around you and you yourself are safe uh, so like that's like the primary thing you do like i'm i'm actually um trained a little bit in martial arts like chinese uh, martial arts mm-hmm. um and the first thing like we learn in in any martial art but for me specifically is uh if there's a chance for you to get away without like actually getting into like an issue uh like yeah. a like a physical altercation you take it um like someone calls you names you go the other way mm-hmm. because the last thing you want to do is be in a physical altercation because of something like that yeah um or even verbal right because then you're just like you're rolling in the mud with the pig mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah why do you think these attacks are occurring now um you know it, it's you know i i also teach a little bit of us history um and it, it's always been really important for when the federal government or like members of uh, the federal government speak out uh against things that are terrible and like we we see this in us history and i think what the issue was is that we did have a president that did use inflammatory language mm-hmm. that often painted uh Asian Americans as either some sort of uh or well, one manifestation of a virus um or uh, some type of other which is you know goes back into our history as Asian Americans in this country like mm-hmm. like over over a century um you know Asian Americans have been part of this country for a very long time mm-hmm. uh it's just in like the last 50 years or more we've start a lot of us have started coming over like my parents are both from from Hong Kong so like I'm a first generation immigrant as are like my family members and most of my friends uh, I even have some friends who are from there and I think us being here and having an individual in a huge position of power and having a huge platform and using that to weaponize us as like a group uh, is the reason why it is happening now you know like people talk about how Wuhan is like the source of all of it. Yeah, but like 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 Wuhan is more than just the place where where like the virus came from. Right? So like the like even like dehumanization in the way we talk about uh like where it came from. Right? Mm-hmm. Wuhan has a like it's there's people that live there. You know, families, uh right. schools, parents. Um like if you guys are into punk music, that's where like punk music started in China. It's like it's super mm-hmm. niche, super small. but it's still like a really cool place it's not just the birthplace of the coronavirus so maybe if we stop using phrases like kung flu and stuff like mm-hmm. that maybe this wouldn't have happened in the first place there's always been sort of like distrust of like the asian community for like going back years um so you know part of me feels like it was going to happen eventually to this degree or maybe even worse but mm-hmm. i i honestly don't know how i feel about that yeah, yeah. people with power really need to be careful of what they say and i feel like they really need to be held responsible for what they say because their words can mean a lot to the people that admire them and those people will follow what they say 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And that's something the Biden administration has sort of like recognized. Um, uh, I forgot where I saw it, but the, the Biden administration has basically made so uh, on the southern border, um, they've made it very clear that using terms like illegal immigrants it, are like are not allowed to be used um, like in those federal and like like when on the job, right? Like the mm-hmm. appropriate terms need to be used. Um, unfortunately, words like that are also inscripted into like the policies themselves. So like, it, it's not like they can't say the word when they're referring to it, but they can't just like refer to people merely as illegal immigrants. They're, they're, they're still people. Uh, yeah. And there are more appropriate terms than calling someone an alien or an Ill- or an illegal immigrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you talked about a lot of things that you go through um, being Asian American, a lot of things you've gone through, and a lot of things other Asian Americans um, have had to face in America. So what do you think can be done to make our communities safer? So th- this, I've, I've sort of been going back and forth. I even uh, like signed a peti- petition for you guys to increase um, mm-hmm. like police uh, presence, right? Yeah. So like I do think police presence would increase the safety of, uh, of the Asian American community. But I also realize that like the police are also represent something different to other communities. Um, mm-hmm. to other communities, they're, they're an oppressive uh, force mm-hmm. that was systematically designed to keep their communities down. Um, generally the black and brown communities. You know, I don't have great experiences with police either. Um, I don't like where I'm very privileged as an Asian American who speaks really good English. Um, to like not have been harassed by police officers, but whenever I'm with friends and that are being harassed, it's 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 almost never never anything good. Um, mm-hmm. Going back from like middle school, but uh, in, in terms of what we can do, I think you know just like I guess awareness. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I mean, awareness helps, but you, it it helps, but it doesn't like stop it from happening completely. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, I think there is value in trying to help people figure out what they should do if they encounter something like this. But again, I'm I'm 28 years old. I've been dealing with um, with like you know racism for at least eight, like explicitly anyway for like 19 years. So you know, like I, I, I again, I still don't know what to do. Yeah, like I said earlier, that's per- um, perfectly like understandable. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. What do you think people who are not Asian should be doing regarding this issue? Um, I, I mean, going back to the awareness thing, um, mm-hmm. really important. But ultimately, um, this issue of being targeted because of who we are, what we look like physically, is not just a, a like an Asian American issue. It's a it's a it's a minority issue. If you are a minority mm-hmm. Asian country, you're you're more likely to, to to like have to deal with something like this. Yeah. You know, whether you're trans, whether you're black, whether you're uh, you're homosexual, um, whether you you practice a certain religion that people don't like. I guess when it comes to like the like. Um, there are some criticisms from the black community about like the Asian community asking for help and for like, because like the black community isn't, is I guess, isn't really experiencing what we're experiencing right now, but they have, but they have been for a really long time, right? They have like a lot of systematic mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. institutions involved in keeping them down and preventing them from doing the things that they just want to do, which is like live their life. And there's some criticism from that, that like we're asking for help when like Asian Americans, like, you know, 
I guess the idea is that like Asian Americans don't turn out for other people. So mm. like for other groups of people. So why would, should we help you? And I, I think there is some validity to that argument. I don't think it's it's a good reason to help, mm-hmm. to, to not help other people, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it, it does seem like a legitimate criticism because, um, you know, we, we're, we're stereotyped as insular, you know? Um, and, you know, growing up, if there was an Asian friend group, I mean, it was mainly Asian people. Um, so, like, that insularity isn't, like, false. It's, it's there. Yeah. But for, mm-hmm. for like, other, other communities who, uh, or, like, other individuals who are interested in helping, uh, going back to what I said, I think awareness, uh, just telling people, being really explicit, knowing when to step in to protect, to, some, to protect somebody. I know that's, like, a huge responsibility to put on someone, but even just, like, mm-hmm. you showing, like, hey, you're not okay with something while something's going on is a good way to deter people. Right. It's all about Mm -hmm. we can't stop people from being racist. At least I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, you know, uh, we can try our best. Right. We can educate people. We can make them aware as much as possible. But I think largely the the, like the the best we can do at this moment is just simply deter people. And that's making it really clear, like, hey, um, you can't I'm not going to let you harass this person just Mm -hmm. because you don't like them. Okay, Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're from. I will not allow you to do this. So if you mess with them, you're messing with me. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and going back yeah. to what you said about awareness, I think it's very important that um, we should all be trying to raise awareness to different issues that are going on around us and try to help in however like way we can. Yeah. Yeah, I, I also think we need to be telling others to not be scared to stand up for what they think is right and to stand up for themselves because yeah. I feel like some people are scared when they see something happening because they think the incident will come towards them and the person will be um like charging towards them then yeah 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 that, that, that's a legitimate fear you know um and i i think what it is is that we we all sort of experience that fear it's just whether we let that fear get mm-hmm. like, i don't know if you guys are familiar with um like the saying that like um Fear is a prerequisite for being brave because you, you you can't be brave with something you're not afraid of. You have to be afraid in order to be brave. You being brave is you recognizing that you care more about protecting something or someone more than you are afraid. That's what's being brave. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's okay to be afraid, um, but I do think we should reward those who are, are brave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So what do you think the FDR community should be doing to help? I think uh, a big way of like letting people know there's some type of solidarity is just like embracing uh, the media, uh, like like Asian media in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, you know, uh, I, I think there is uh, some, some belief that like K-pop or like K-dramas are kind of cringy. But in fact, I think they're, they're actually pretty good. And I think if people are more open about how much they like those things, it would be like some form of solidarity. It was like, hey, look, we're celebrating the media from uh, from like East Asian countries or, or South Pacific Island countries. Um, I think that would make our Asian student body more comfortable. Yeah, exactly. What do you want us to know about the Asian community? That, you know, there, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of diversity in the Asian community. Um, but I think more than anything, the Asian community just wants to live their life like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we know like we have our own faults 
um, but so does everyone else. And mm-hmm. you know, that's not a reason to like abandon them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you worded that perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we've come to the end. And for a fun closing question, as a teacher, would you rather skip winter break and spring break and have a longer summer break or just keep it the way it is and why? I'm sorry, could you repeat the question? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So for our fun ending close, oh my God. For our fun closing question, as a teacher, would you rather skip winter and spring break and have a longer summer break so no winter and spring break but then you have a longer summer break or would you just like to keep it the way it is now no keep it the way it is now um (laughs) just like you need those breaks the kids need the breaks and so do we um you know like believe it or not a a lot of us do do a lot of work when we get home Mm -hmm. um but it's just stuff that needs to get done and those breaks give us a little bit of breathing room to sort of like, you know, maybe like the weekend before we go back to school, mm-hmm. I do some grading or I make some phone calls just to, you know, just to take the edge off of some work. Maybe it's time for me to get ahead of the work because mm-hmm. um, like that stuff is like really important. Uh, so I, I keep it the same. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was very, very um, great to hear from you and to hear mm-hmm. everything you had to say. Once thank again, you. thank you so much for being here thank and thank you. you so much for this interview. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. this conversation. Mm-hmm. It really opened another um, point of view for me when exactly. you said about growing up and how I mentioned about people being pathetic because if I, if you fight fire with fire, the end result is a bigger fire. So exactly, yeah, water yeah. and fire. Yeah. Right, right. Well, the question is, what is that water? What is water to us in that, in that, in that metaphor? Right. It's figuring out what, like, how do we, how do we handle that? And I, I'm sorry, I can't tell. I can give you an answer for it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank of you course. so much. Bye. All right. Goodbye. All right. So thank you everyone for listening to today's episode. I know it was pretty long, but we thank you if you listen this far. And also thank you to everybody who always gives a nice comment to mm-hmm. us about the podcast. And yeah, thank you very much, everyone. We really appreciate your support and encouragement. Yes. Just be kind, guys. Be kind. Be compassionate. Yeah. And yeah. Please. Gain knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people are ignorant and ignorant causes a lot of bad things. And not just ignorance, to be honest, but... Yeah, like she said, just be kind and be compassionate, like she said. And also, educate yourself on different things before you just say things and before you do things. Yeah. Yeah. Be safe. Goodbye, guys. Have a great weekend. Yeah, have a good weekend, a good week, and a good month. In fact, okay, bye. Bye. Yes.